listening to Fireside Chats with Roadside Shaman on Open Lines Radio. Follow Hannah on Instagram at Roadside Shaman. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for Fireside Chats. Enjoy! Hello again. Hello. Long time uh, no here, I guess. Uh, Long time no record. Long time no upload file. Long time no choose title of podcast. Long time no message humans expecting perhaps to have content. Long time, no do a lot of things. Long time on hiatus, basically. Yeah, I have just, um, I've just been on hiatus, straight up. And it was totally unplanned. And it wasn't, um, as has previously been the case with a lot of my uh, breaks of work. It was not uh, due to some sort of extreme physical illness or uh, life circumstance, although, you know, I've had plenty of those lately. That didn't seem to interfere with the podcasting in the past. No, this was something else. This was energetic, spiritual, um, I don't know. By the way, I didn't even really do a proper introduction. I got it right on board with the ramble. Um, that's kind of the open lines radio style I've gathered. People seem to kind of roll right into the conversation mid-thought. And I think that everybody's kind of used to that by now. Anyway, so this is Hannah, Smith Love Friends, a.k.a. Roadside Shaman on Instagram. Um, I'm also found on Open Lines Radio in the uh, Fireside Chats and um, a few other recordings where I've um, collaborated with some of our other wonderful um, cohort. Um, I'm kind of scattered about the playlist, so if you listen to Open Lines Radio, you'll hear me here and there. Um... I went on hiatus even from listening to Open Lines Radio, to be honest. Um, I think I was having a bit of a um, a social uh, integration consolidation thing happening, trying to figure out, um, just figure some stuff out. I don't know, man. And, uh, I, I, well, I've talked about it before, the iterative wall fatigue, I mean, fatigue wall, sorry, see, this is basically why I have not been doing a whole lot of the English, because the English is like this these days, the English is all yodified, um, I don't know if it's from, like, brain fog, because I'm super inflamed, 
or if it's because I've been practicing my Chickasaw so much that I've scrambled my syntax in my head. Like, I don't know what it is, but I just know that for me, making verbal English lately has been a bit of a challenge. I've been fumbling through my conversations with people. I seem to do better when I have conversational guidance, like, um, uh, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Uh, icebreakers, conversation starters, you know, so like, talk about this crystal, talk about this herb, talk about this healing modality, talk about this tarot card, talk about this astrological moment, talk about blah, 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 right? That I seem to be like, kind of doing okay with most of that, but like, I'm struggling with randomized social contact with people, like just spontaneous greetings and like, uh, just, yeah, that's the main thing is like that, that, that thing, that glue in between the facts, which is what most humans need as social lubricant, that sort of like gentle, um, social inquiry I just I guess I I struggle with that and I kind of have like certain limited reserves of it and um I get I guess you know I tend to get like a little bit uh um there is a ginormous spider crawling across my floor right now and we were just talking about how brown look recluses are quick and this one's looking kind of quick I hope you're not a brown recluse but either way I hope you go away and not in my room thanks go on scoot scoot out thank you um I seem to have a limited reserve of these uh randomized social inquiries and exchanges that I can support in my system it just um it, it just it's it's not it doesn't happen I can wish it there but it just doesn't happen and I I have kind of tried to learn to accept that there are some limitations in my social communication or some expected obstacles maybe is a better way to word that and so I've like, you know, tried to have some workarounds and everything. Um, and that helps sometimes. But other times when it comes to that vague nonverbal feeling of like not quite sure of what to do next, I just get stuck. It just goes into sheer uh, paralysis mode. You know, there's fight, flight, freeze. I end up in freeze mode. And so, um, yeah, a lot of my creative output got shut down pretty hardcore and it took a Herculean effort of intentional will and focus to get me back on track as far as just my, uh, my sense of self, my centered routine, um, it really took a lot and once I got it going I got this new routine going you know and I was really starting to feel comfortable with it 
at that point, I did sort of dabble with recording a few times. Um, I, in between this recording and my previous episodes, I've had to replace my phone and that's changed, um, some of the technology and how I was engaging with it and kind of like rebooted a lot of stuff as far as like how I was even thinking about using it and whatever. Um, and what ended up happening is, you know, a few weeks turned into more than a few weeks turned into a few months. And all of a sudden I'm looking at the end of spring. I'm looking at cancer season. I'm looking at my birthday. I'm looking at, you know, vermilion moon. And I just, something shifted in me today under this solstice energy. And I just realized the, the silence needed to end that my words, inelegant though they may be, when spoken aloud are healing, vibrating through this vessel. And so writing is good. What Writing is great. And the fact that I've been writing every single fucking day for, you know, three months straight, I think. Every single day, every morning, I have scribed in my book. Guys, I have not missed a single day. In... in in seriously almost three months probably more than three months I I wasn't I didn't start counting until I saw that I was like doing a thing and then I started paying attention you know how that is it's sort of like you start doing push-ups and like you don't really count until you get real deep and then you're like oh wait did I already have six or was that the seventh one like that's kind of how I feel about this writing that I've been doing the scribe work I mean it is just I feel like all of these different seeds of intention that I have fertilized, fostered, you know, foraged, fought for over the years. They're all kind of growing and thriving right now. It's like the mycelium is woven together and all of these things are coming to harvest. And that's what it looks like, this uh, daily writing practice. So, um, yeah, I don't know what that will mean in conversation with these types of conversations where I do... Um, some spoken interactions, some ad-libbing, some um, just some free thinking, verbalizing. Um, It should be a little bit of a modification or a, a processing opportunity for sure. And I think it's healthy because you know what? I really did get a lot out of the process when I was doing it regularly before, when I was podcasting regularly before, speaking into the void, hearing it back, and then also even sometimes hearing echoes back from others in that digital void. I mean, it's fulfilling. It's been fulfilling. And so um, whether or not I feel like it's a value or merit or, you know, bears fruit, At this point, I can't tell, but I'm going to keep sowing seeds. I'm going to keep, you know, I'm going to keep chopping wood and carrying water. And that means pushing record on my voice memo every once in a while. So, yeah, I feel good to be back. 
recording. I'm sitting looking at all of my um, tools of scribe work that uh, greet me every morning. I've got my um, my 13 moon peacetime synchronometer, red cosmic moon calendar, perpetual calendar. I use that to scribe my sigils and um, figure out what the daily mantras will be. Um, I think maybe I could even read the one from today. That could be cool. Um, so the lunar calendar, this galactic calendar that I follow, there are um, keywords that are kind of like, um, they're like encodements for universal flow, for synchronicity. So they just sort of help attune us to symbolical um, significance each day and different energies will activate certain things in certain systems. Um, in other words, some days will resonate more strongly with you than others and it's based off of your own personal interaction with each of these tones. So every day has a unique tone and um, the energies shifting with each day bring a different possibility to us in our human vessel in our human path so I'll just go ahead and read everything that I have written on here I'll let you know um, there are a couple of um, symbolical or sigil type images um, I can describe them as I go along as best I can but um, the best way for you to figure out what they look like would be to go on to the 13 moon peacetime website or the lawoftime.org website. I think those will both bring you to the same spot. And you can look at all of the different um, seals and tones and sigils that are um, used in that system. So this is 21-6-2019, or in the other order, it's 6-21-2019, June 21st, 2019, Solstice Gateway, Friday, Sully 48, and there's a circle with three parallel running wavy lines across it horizontally. Then it says Vermilion Moon 5, and then there's another circle, and inside it there's the number 12, and then this um, symbological designation of 12, which is 2 horizontal lines and then two dots above um it says crystal rabbit moon day 23 this is kin 239 blue overtone storm we empower in order to catalyze commanding energy we seal the matrix of self-generation with the overtone tone of radiance. We be guided by the power of accomplishment. We be a galactic activation portal. Enter we. So that's what I scribe every day as far as the tone of the day. It is the mantra with these keywords. Now, below that, in the second half of the page, I've been working on 
my first draft of the Chickasaw Tarot deck that I am translating and writing. So the second half of the page has varied across the days. Some days it's kind of an outline or a, you know, a snapshot of my thought process kind of like yeah just like outlining you know like gritting things out in family names and grouping them according to what kind of sign it is what energy what energetic element it aligns with or whatever um some days it's blank some days it's like just art with a few words and some days it's a full-on like channeled elucidation on the energy of a given tarot card so but the point is I've been writing every single freaking day every day and that discipline has opened up and and unlocked this level of production capacity that I just didn't know I still had in me I thought I had been beyond burnt out to broken I thought that I had really lost my capacity to produce large-scale work um you know anything more than a dalliance or a sketch felt beyond my reach until I committed to this daily practice and all of a sudden I saw what a collection of small tasks can build up into and I mean you guys I'm fucking writing a tarot deck like (laughs) I'm almost done like I'm seriously one two three four wait did I do no I okay so I'm like eight cards away from finishing the first draft including the elucidation well just with all the names at least of all of the major arcana and all of the minor arcana i i'm doing like the last eight court cards in the minor arcana right now i need to circle back and do full elucidations on the major arcana but i'm not sure yet about what form that elucidation is going to take and this is why because prior to this the different messages have been very energetic, almost cinematic, like totem tales. Some of them have been quotes or references to other writers. Some of them have been like almost just very poetic repeats of words. Um, you know, highly variable, we'll call it. Like there's not like a set form. Every card has its own energy and every each of them is its own unique thing so that being said um the major arcana always feels like beings archetypes characters like people like individual persons and so part of me feels like they rightly ought to be given to either historically or culturally significant character archetypes in chickasaw culture um like our animal clan leaders or um, our ancient historical leaders, um, Tishomingo, um, different people that are 
important or significant to us or ancestors that are closer at hand, you know, in the modern era. Um, even um, important Chickasaws that are active and um, doing good works in community right now, you know, dynamic women conference attendees or veterans, you know, um, shoot. I think uh, last year we even had a Miss America, right? Well, I mean, at least for the state of Oklahoma anyway. I don't know if she won the whole thing. Miss USA? Maybe it was Miss USA. Anyways, it was something pretty and sparkly and pageanty and special. And like, so I'm saying Hall of Fame type stuff. What I'm, what I'm trying to get at is I'm toying with the idea of doing a basic intuitive elucidation on each of the energies of the tarot card just based off of how I've worked with tarot, my knowledge of tarot, and leave it at that. You know, leave it with the Chickasaw title as is because I have those names listed already. Um, and then just do the elucidation like normal. The other option is, like I said, choosing a person or an element to assign it to. It might get a little weird because I don't know how it would, I, I don't know how I feel about assigning a specific person to one of these tarot cards. I know people do that sometimes. You know, they have like celebrity tarot card decks and shit. But I don't know how I feel about that just because I don't know why. I just, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it. So, but I was thinking things of like um, more ancient figures or more historic figures or more spiritual figures, things like Sintelo, Abhavanili. I'm already using names like that. Um, I I think maybe Shilombishishto might come up. Um, I think maybe Naniwaya definitely will be there. Um, I think I might put her as uh, Queen of Cups, maybe. Anyways, um, the point is, because I don't know what form the elucidation is going to take, and because this book is wrapping up, like I'm basically running out of pages in this particular journal I'm thinking I'm going to call the first draft done without the elucidation on the on the major arcana because of what I'm saying is it like I feel like I need to flesh out these other energies and really get a sense of what the artwork is going to look like and what kind of symbological references are going to be used then once I get that sense I'll be able to make a better decision about the major arcana you know I have to do the you know regular cards before I work on the trump cards as they call them which has a weird meaning when you think about playing bridge I don't know if anybody listening to this grew up playing bridge with their aunts and uncles and parents and cousins and grandparents and basically their whole family but yeah I did hmm tarot is like playing no trump <laughs> although sometimes when I do deal out the cards I end up thinking like oh that would make a good uh, four, four, um, four hearts bid or something like that like doesn't work that way. <laughs> Sometimes I wish it did. 
All right. Well, so anyways, I guess what I will say is um, I can finish reading the page. I'll tell you what the energy was for today since it was the solstice day and since it's a court card. Why not? Special day. Um, solstice gateway. That's the day where um, it's the longest day of the year. Shortest night of the year. So the card of the day today that I worked on was King of Swords or Air. Um, I translated the Chickasaw phrase that basically means seated above air. Um, and it's Ababinili Mali. And the quote mantra referencing, um, kind of paraphrasing the She-Wolf Tara's mon- Tarot's mantra is, We go to our source to find our truth. So the king of swords or the king of air is fair, analytical, high intellect, science, innovation via shrewd analysis, hashtag water cycle medicine. Our sun is the source of the wind. When it blows bitter cold, we welcome the warmth of Abba Benili's gaze upon our cheek. When the blistering fire of their presence pulls water from our soil and skin, it is the precious wind, Shilombish Ishtu, that cools our flesh and turns our sighs into raindrops, our stormy days into blooming orchards. And this is uh, Taurus and Gemini. King of Swords is to do with Taurus and Gemini. So yeah, the source of the of the wind is the sun. That's interesting. Sometimes I go back and read these things and I go, I wrote that? Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> ah, funny. So I'm, this next bit is going to get kind of interesting because when I was working on the fire, uh, kind of like a snapshot I didn't I didn't really flesh it out the way that I had some of the other ones so I'm gonna have to go back in there and really do some more honing because I think court of fire is next after I did pentacles and then swords yeah so wands is next fire So far, the words may be enemy, ally, partner, and boss. But I'm not for sure, sure, sure certain. I'm still debating that. But I might. I mean, because, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. And we can try to fight from our roots, but we were a very warlike people. So we know what enemies are. In fact, I found more than one word for them in the dictionary. (laughs) Lots of descriptions, so I think it's an important energy to include in our leadership. Good good awareness, good shadow work. So anyways, that's my process right now, you guys. That's why I have not been uh, putting things out verbally, is I've been struggling with verbal expression in general. And then I've had all of this other stuff just trying to focus on uh, 
on establishing a daily ritual that grounds me and, and, you know, makes sense of my day and my life and my orderly, you know, brings order to my chaos a bit. So, yeah. I mean, I'm feeling good in general. This process has been extraordinarily grounding. There's been some total, like, shit storms that I've had to wade through over the past few months. I mean, like, big, giant, sopping wet sacks of grief horse shit on fire. You know what I'm talking about? Like, radioactive, toxic wastewater hefty sacks like off brand ones that leak and uh, fucking you know what I mean there's been some shit so the fact that I feel as good as I do having been through all that shit totally you guys totally the network of support um, of feeling seen and heard of reaching across the dark the darkness of the void and having somebody you know fist bump you (laughs) give you a knuckle bump in the darkness (laughs) and giggle oh watch out watch out watch out watch out hey dude watch out you're gonna bonk the headphones watch out um so i guess that is probably the signal that this is going to conclude because summertime snuggles means i get bombarded randomly throughout the day with this a very scrawling, loud, growling teenager. I'll <laughs> snuggle. All right, I'll we'll snuggle. snuggle. We'll snuggle. But first, we have to say, uh. hold on. We say, Mom, dance. No, we don't have dance today. We we don't have the horse today. He's having a break. Yeah, have a break. He's having a break. We do the horse again um, in a few weeks for horse camp. He's having a break. Yeah, he's having a break. Although I think he's a she. I think she's having a break. She's having a break? Yeah. Truman's having a break too. She's having a break? Yeah. Alright, so that's it, guys. I That's where I am with the Chickasaw Tarot. That's where I am with the podcasting. The fireside chats are continuing. I, um... I'm always... I'm always, uh... Looking across... The circle. Looking at the glow of faces in the firelight. Know that when you see mine, it's friendly. I'm always, um, I'm always striving for friendliness and kindness and compassion. Okay, he's really getting loud now. But that's it. We'll say chukma chapisalacho, which means hello. I will see you. For we took us uh, have no word for goodbye. Uh, <laughs> and Chihololi means I love you. Chihololi.